Hey, live stream. I'm Todd Tondera. Welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, good garbage, and all around helpful items I could utilize in my daily life. Each week, I invite friends thrifting with me. We gather a haul, drag it back to the studio to tell you all about it. This week, I welcome Mike Sorg from For Sorgatron Media. And also, my friend Josh is here. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Welcome everybody to the first thrifty live stream and I'm seeing myself do that intro and I gotta say I should have tucked my shirt in a little better. You're a I little... should have tucked my shirt in a little better but other than that I looked I, I look pretty okay. Welcome to thrifty's greatest finds. Uh, this is our first episode here at Sorgatron Media our new home. Um, I'm with Mike Sorg today. He went on our, hey. uh, his first thrifting adventure with us. I did, and it was amazing. I've never thrifted. I, I've thrifted like I've never thrifted before. It was, it was, it was great. My <laughs> first time wearing gloves while purchasing yeah, items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always the, a life like, milestone. You know, it's just like, hey, maybe you should wear these gloves. And I'm like, I, wait, is it really? You know, and the more I saw stuff, I was like, yeah, yeah, let me see those gloves. I go... <laughs> I go gloveless. That wasn't always a thing. I used to have um, like cotton gloves, like winter gloves that I would use. And when I would go thrifting, I would put them on and I would use them until um, they kind of like poke my fingers poke through the front. <laughs> and then I would bail on them. I would actually leave those gloves in the bin. And then in hopes I would find new gloves. And that's how I used to thrift. It's, it's kind of like the little free library of, right. of, of gloving and, and or something, right? Yeah. You take as you need. You put back. It's like the bags that we mm. take and Todd steals every time we go out. Hey, mm. you didn't, you're breaking kayfabe, brother. Incidentally. <laughs> so as of recent, we have been getting emails, uh, thriftypodcast at yahoo.com. Yes, I still use Yahoo. From people asking us, would we buy certain items? So I'm. Oh, you're hot for this one. This I. Uh, this is my favorite game that we play. Like of all the things, this oh my is my favorite. We like to call this. Would you buy it? But these are actual items that people send into us, and we ask the panel on the show if they would buy it. Now, I have some items here. You gentlemen could answer first, and then I'll, a I'll answer after you. First item for would you buy it? An actual alligator head. An actual alligator head. Wait, and that, what, comes so from, that, that comes from Dustin from North Carolina. Hi, Dustin. What's my budget for this? Just, Ooh. just generally, would it's, I buy it? Yeah, it, but yeah, buy the pound, just okay. like we were out today. Okay, so if I found an alligator head, an actual alligator head, like maybe petrified. I mean, it's it's a yeah. dead head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Professionally mm -hmm. stuffed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, that's that's a fuck yeah for me. Absolutely. <laughs> we actually encountered an alligator head. At I Lawrence. was hoping you'd remember. I, I was do. hoping you'd we remember. We just missed out on an alligator head out at the old thrift store that we used to go to before we changed locations. There yep. was an alligator head we had missed by minutes. So there was an actual like chopped alligator head with its maw open. And, uh, yeah, I would have got that if I would have saw that. So, unfortunately, the alligator head wasn't a hit that day, but it's still a hit here where it, hurt, where it hurts most. <laughs> Second item up, there is two pieces. This does come with a caveat, but I'll just start here. Gentlemen, would you buy a used toaster? Used toaster. I, I, don't, I don't toast much, so no. No, I don't toast at all. I'll be I'll be straight up with you. I've don't I don't toast. How do you eat your bagels? I don't eat bagels. Yeah, I couldn't give up bagels, but I wouldn't use a toaster from the thrift store. Um, I, toasters are relatively inexpensive, and yeah, if you saw there were toasters out there today, uh, and the quality is, I feel like I want to yeah, I want to go balls to the wall on my toaster. Yeah, so you would. Yeah, I, I, so so I no, I would buy a new toaster. Okay, it's, I see what you're saying. Instead of a used toaster, I was like no. I want quality. I want I want the, you know, a, a good toaster quality. for the office. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I have a general rule that if it goes in my mouth, I don't want to purchase something secondhand. Yeah. I was really considering that Foreman grill today, and I was like, do Yo. I? Yeah. Do I? You, you can have. I will buy. I have. I have not only bought George Foreman grills for myself, but friends. I have purchased. Mutual friends of ours, I've purchased George Foreman grills for them mm-hmm. at the thrift store. Still hear about it. Still hear about it. It was a nice signature series one with like the dial on it and sure. everything. But I think the toast is a very sensitive subject. You can't really mess with that. You, mm-hmm. you got to go new. You got to go. You got to know what you're getting out of that. Or so you're just going to have um, just you're just. I mean, when do you get toast? When you're sick, when you're hungry, when you just woke up, and mm-hmm. and if that's not perfect, you know that's not the time that you want to uh, mess with an openly hot device. So we yeah. gotta know. Yeah, we yeah. gotta know. And the roaches are pretty unanimous in the chat. I'm joining in with you guys, and it's talk pretty to unanimous. Josh in there, folks. Don't buy. The, yeah, everybody's with us on the no for the toast. The okay. caveat. Use toaster. Dot 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 donate donated by. A trusted friend, a trusted friend oh. now donates the toaster. Uh, why would my trusted friend donate it to the Goodwill if they were that trusted that they knew I could perhaps if use I the toaster? If I donated my toaster, do you, first off, am I a trusted friend? Let's, let's get it out on the table here for I believe, everyone to know. I believe that we have the level of friendship that if you were going to donate a toaster and you thought I had any inclination to want your old crusty-ass toaster, that you would ask me just... Josh, yeah, do you want this toaster? Yeah. I'm going to donate it. But are you toast friends? Mm, no. Uh, no. No. I've cooked dinner for you. Yeah, you've so, cooked yeah, dinner for me. I, at the least I could ever do for you is make toast. You've cooked dinner for me, but I, I just I don't eat like bagels much. I don't throw anything. I don't ever use it. Um, I try to avoid the kitchen as much, impo- as much as possible because I just like to hide in my bedroom. But... Um, that was sent in by the Yard Infant from Austin, Texas. Thank Bra- you, Yard Infant. Brady Brady would not even accept a used toaster as a gift in the chat. So wow. That's, wow. That's the level, the level of, of commitment. Yeah. Okay. Next one on the list. This one I altered a little bit. Um, Greg from Pittsburgh sent this one in. 
he asked if we would buy a Terminator board game, but I'm going to zoom out the camera a little bit. How about this? Anything with Arnold Schwarzenegger on it, Sorg, Just would an- you buy anything? it? Anything? Anything. You could pick. If you'd buy it, you could pick it. First of all, I'd be like on top of the the, the Terminator board game. Uh, uh, first right off. off. First off. Okay. And yes, about anything with Arnold, even like some of his bad movies, you know, on mm-hmm. DVD on a VHS, you know. Got them on VHS myself. I mean, I mean of course, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I, the only thing I probably wouldn't is like is Mr. Olympia pictures or something because I don't know. That's, Ooh, that's, you uh, know, I bite on that. I take a flyer on those okay, Olympi- Olympic right. picks. If anything, probably the board game, the Olympic picks, anything with the uh, the at the time the San Diego Superchargers. He was into them. I, you wow, know what I would love. Deep. You're going deep. You know what I would love. <laughs> I would love Arnold with a, a pick of with uh, Ladanian Tomlinson. Ladanian Tomlinson and Arnold, boy, if somebody could get one of those, link link it to the, the thrifty page on Facebook. I'd love one of those. Yeah. I'd buy those. Always been an Arnold fan. Um, I actually have a picture of me when I'm like five, maybe six, in a Predator shirt Ooh. with Arnold with the machine gun on it. My mom's in the chat. If she wants to toss that in, I'm sure she'll track down the picture. Uh, Ryan is absolutely on board with anything Arnold as well. Awesome. Uh, Kelsey Fantastic. doesn't like that meaty boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Last one on the list today, budgie smugglers. Budgie smugglers. What is that? Sorg, you asked what a budgie smuggler was? Well, this comes from Kylie from Melbourne, Australia. Uh, Budgie smugglers is actually an Australian slang term used to describe a tight-fitting brief-style swimsuit that accents the genital region. So Matt Riddle pants. Um, Oh. The, the name most likely comes from the fact that it takes you, it looks like you are smuggling budgies like the bird in your, swims, in your swimsuit. If you look on Urban Dictionary, they do use bug, budgie smugglers in sentences. Mm-hmm. First one being, boys can't wait to wear my new budgie smugglers to the beach. Gonna accent my dong. Well, I got a, I got an image coming up there for you guys on the Facebook. I did find budgiesmuggler.com.au if you want to see what this is about. And Not, uh, another sentence. <laughs> oh, there. Oh, you see that? Another five dollars to put your dick in those. It's called it's called Tropic Thunder. No, absolutely no. <laughs> and I guess there's some affiliation with the A&W root beer stand. Really? Because if you look on it Urban Dictionary, second question, uh, second statement here, dude, bruh, check my new budgie, budgie smugglers. I'm going to wear them to A&W. And then there was also a third sentence. Maybe it's just, they have A&W down maybe, under? Maybe it's just A&W is like really big down there. I, I don't think so. It's failed here and probably everywhere else. <laughs> The third sentence merely says under budgie smugglers, the burgers at A&W aren't usually that great. I think it's the staff that works there at the moment. And that's budgie smugglers. <laughs> is, like, is budgie just like common slang for dick? Like they're, they, they go full parakeet with it. Well, yeah, you just look like you got a bird in your shorts. So I would buy them because I almost cosplayed, uh, for those who don't know, Matt Riddle is a wrestler. But I almost cosplayed Matt Riddle, so I yeah I would wear I would wear Matt Riddle pants. I would I really? would buy budgie smugglers. Not that anybody needs to know this, but my thighs are way too hairy for shorts that short. I think you look great. Thanks, brother. So uh, 
yeah, so we went out thrifting today. Um, we got a heck of a haul, but also with this being Thrifty's uh, greatest finds and bringing them back. So we're actually going, going to be looking at stuff that we found all the way to last year. I don't remember when our first episode was, but it does feel around like this time last year. Josh was a part of the first episode. Yeah, it was sometime, yeah, 12 months, I don't know, some, some bit ago. Um, one of the greatest hits already popped up just for like a brief subliminal message. Our good friend Sarah is with us this Sarah, evening. Sarah, yeah, Sarah on cam. Uh, Sarah the witch here was actually something that we found um, during the, the Halloween season. And uh, Sarah the witch is actually made of a very spooky shower caddy and other assorted <laughs> wires. And um, she kind of goes back and forth. She actually ended up marrying one of my friends. Um, but, yeah, she's here with us this evening. And we've been proud to, to – when we knew live stream was an option, the first thing that came to my head was Sarah. And then here she's – I mean, she's kind of quiet. She's kind of shy. But she is very nice. And uh, we attached her to the chair because if we don't attach her to the chair, she will fall uh, flat on her face, Sorg. So we have her uh, here today. Um, some of the other greatest hits we're going to be looking through, I think we're going to bust out, Josh. You had originally found this, and I guess it's been official. You've been gifting parts of this away before the show started. <laughs> That's my thing, is that anybody who knows me in my personal <laughs> life, I struggle to not give people shit constantly. Christmas is like three weeks long for my daughter. It starts December 1st. I'm like, oh, get this, get this. So I gave Sorg a present earlier, mm -hmm. um, and I gave your partner, Kelsey, yeah. this little... Yeah. So we're going to look at an E.T. collection. So you could, you could unzip that for, for the fans here. That's the only thing I've ever waited to hear you say on the podcast is that we're ready for me to unzip. So here we've got Todd's new... Smush rag, this oh, wow. lovely. Wow! <laughs> Don't call it a smush rag. Well, you, you should have told me what you were gonna do on it. I'm gonna uh, smush on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Poor <laughs> Elliot. Uh, Elliot's gonna be a wet spot in a week. But uh, until then, this is. Yeah, and that bed sheet itself, that ET bed sheet, is from 1982. And, um, yeah, this is a whole collection. Everything's from different years. We'll go through it. But this, a bed sheet from 1982, you, it's for a twin bed. So, it's, uh, I mean, I have a queen size. So, I'm going to have to stretch it a little bit. But you could buy one of those for, like, 13, from, like, 13 to, like, 20 bucks. Oh, that's a great shot. Ryan, if you climb into Toddy's bed with this, just be careful, brother. We also have uh, assorted little guys in there, some little E.T. figures. Yeah, and these guys are all different years, all yep. early 80s. And wow. um, pick out the, be the bedtime stories one. If the, the be the it says bedtime stories. Oh, I think it's this one here with the ridiculous eyes. Yeah, that's from 1988, bedtime stories. And this was all found. The hovercraft just is like actually this. a little later. It's from '94. They, they were just in the bag. Yeah, Josh was, found them. Yeah, it was a whole ET haul inside this ET backpack. Jeez. The toys, the bed sheet were all found just as I unpacked them. Wow. Um, so there's the the little hovercraft one. So I'm assuming somebody had a little baby collection. I prefer the sexy ET, mm -hmm. where he's just in With the his robe. his suit jacket, drinking coffee. Making mm -hmm. you eggs on your thrifted toaster the morning after. 
after he's been on his tr- that was donated by a that was donated by a trusted friend. But yeah, that one with the robes from 2002. So you got one from 1988, one from 1994, and one from 2002. According to my mom, I had the same sheet, which I don't remember, which is the majority of my childhood. Yeah, hmm. fair enough with that one. Um, the bag itself is pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it's uh. Like a hard plastic, you can squish the air out of E.T.'s head, though. Mm-hmm. And he gives a little, you can give him a little wave. Oh, that's cute. A little, little wave from the little guy there. Okay. Um, that bag is actually pretty hard to find any type of information on. But I do know it was released in 1998 via Universal Studios. Jurassic Park, same time, got in it. It was E.T. and then the dinosaur from... Well, one of the dinosaurs from Jurassic Park, hopefully the T-Rex. I'm unsure. I was going to say, all you really have to do to turn this mold into a dinosaur is just kind of smush his face <laughs> forward and just pull it out. It's probably just, you yeah. know, reused. But the, the Jurassic Park one, you could get from like 20 to 40 bucks. So if we're going to lie on air, which I will, that one's probably about 20 to 40 bucks. Yeah, I would say 20 to 40 in that 50 range. 50 maybe, Upwards 60, of 50, 70, 60. 80, yeah. Coming away with a steal, Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah, and this has been gifted to Kelsey. This is, um, everybody gets a present at some point in time. Ryan got Weird Al, Bryce got a clue on some books. All of our friends get, who are the part of the game. family. I got the board games. Uh, what was it? Strictly Pittsburgh. Strictly uh, Pittsburgh. Strictly yeah. Pittsburgh. Once you're a part of the family and roaches, please write in. Tell us the shit you want because I promise you we will find it. We will get it to you. And Sorg, uh, you today, while you went thrifting with us, you picked up a, a, a cult classic, 1982 Steven Spielberg E.T., that's right. That's right. Because I, I, I like uh, the the the, the clamshell, the, the VHS and the clamshells. You know, you know, mm-hmm. made famous mostly by the um, uh, you the know, one suite, the, the one suite on the front. The, yeah, the one suite is on the on the front. Uh, I I did look. I did look. Uh, this looks. To, this seems to be a 1996 release of it. Yeah. Because I know I have like a much older uh, VHS release uh, around mm-hmm. as well. Uh, so I mean, I, I, I said, big, big fan of the clamshells. I have a lot of the old WWF tapes from the eighties. Do like you? This, That's something we could talk about. Later. Which a lot of them they just released on the network too. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those old Coliseum videos. So this goes right along with those in my uh, nin- uh, Transformers the movie uh, Got release that. from uh, eighty five. So and I thought it was pretty cool because you had not. Um, because with a Goodwill outlet, stuff is just thrown in bins and you go through it. You had not opened the clamshell until you had purchased it. And I was like, oh, no, it better be <laughs> E.T. in there. Because you got, uh, what was it, a DVD of Triumph, yeah, the insult yeah. dog? Yeah, I, I think I have it right here. Oh, nice. So, so I, Thank I, God. I was looking through, and <laughs> there was this one of... Uh, just terrible comedy. <laughs> just uh, uh, Triumph, the, 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 the comedy dog from Conan O'Brien. And you open it up, and the real terrible comedy of Attack of the Clones episode 2 of Star Wars was inside. Uh, By the way, I do not own any DVD edition of the Star Wars saga at all. There it Uh, is. (laughs) Until now. And now I own that and within I'm like it's just it was just a good visual gag bait and switch and I don't know if we upgraded or downgraded in this method. I I honestly appreciate Conan O'Brien's face next to a Star Wars disc that's kind of what's oh, getting yeah, me. Oh, yeah, on the inside here? That's oh, kind of I don't know. <laughs> getting me. I his 10th anniversary special, back when he was young and had hope and didn't have a beard, 
and uh, <laughs> still thought he was going to get the Tonight Show for more than a week. Oh. Uh, well, you go. but that was a, a kind of our ET haul that we've had for a while, right? That was yeah, like summer. I think last year I picked up the the ET haul, and mm-hmm. it's just been sitting there waiting for the better home. And tonight I found it. Yeah. Uh, next up was actually another Josh Fine. Um, we're looking at the wonderful, likable, known blue dog, Funny Freddy. Oh, Funny Freddy is near and dear to my heart because... You could pick up Fred if We you had like. to do some research on this, and I don't know if you guys grew up with Funny Freddy, but... Sorg, did you, did you ever grow up with Funny Freddy? No, well, this fun- is new and very creepy to me. Here, let's give him a little bit of tact. <laughs> well, what, right. what, as Put those gums away. Yeah. As he's manipulating the face of this blue dog... Um, I will tell you, it is from Fisher Price, 1987. Um, it is actually designed for children two to six, so it, f- it fits me perfectly. But it has posable features, allowing children to make him, quote unquote, look different. Lips, teeth, tongue, ears, you can manipulate into anything you'd like. Eyes rotate 360. And uh, it was actually, Funny Freddy was actually created by Howard Wexler. And how this concept came up is Mr. Wexler was in his bed one night. <laughs> Mr. Wexler. Mr. <laughs> Wexler. He deserves the, the professionalism of being Mr. Known creative genius, Howard, Lexler, Howard Wexler was in bed and he had a teddy bear across the room. And he was staring at that teddy bear, right? So he actually picked up the teddy bear and started experimenting with it. He started cutting off its eyes, cutting off its lips. And then he begged the question, what if a child could change the expression of a stuffed animal? And this is the result of how he fucking with this teddy bear. <laughs> is This thing came forward, which has the ability to look like one of the things from uh, Stranger Things. Oh, man. <laughs> So I've never seen it. I'm seeing it in the live shot, and Josh actually manipulated its top jaw over its face. So, I mean, if you wake up in the middle of the night and your partner is cutting the face of a teddy bear off, I mean, <laughs> sure, question it, but like, also, he, he, he or she could be a creative artist like Mr. Wexler. Yeah, support the arts. Uh, allow mutilation yeah. of stuffed animals. If there's one thing I want to get across is, yeah, support the arts. Um, but you could actually pick up your own Funny Freddy, 18 to $25, Josh. Not a bad deal. An absolute steal. Next up on our list today, um, and Sorg, you'll appreciate this because actually the number one thing that you said that you'd like to find um, out when we went thrifting today is wrestling stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, we found a lot of wrestling stuff. One, one night I'll invite you over, show you my v- wrestling VHS collection, yes. um, all, my, all my stuff. I, 70% of the things I own I bought secondhand, including every, all the clothes that I'm wearing except for my boxers and glasses. Um, we have... Good picks. Yeah, we have The Rock 3D Sipper from 1999, WWF. Yeah, The and Rock. I, this was another one that I had tracked down. I find a lot of wrestling halls and mm-hmm. just hand them over, so... Here is your Sippy Rock. Yeah, um, my Sippy Rock, um, (laughs) the thing about Sippy Rock is I've actually used this to sip. I I did clean it. Um, I did clean it. I did did clean this, and I used this, and I've always been uh, not only obviously jealous of The Rock's charisma, the fact that he's a wrestler and I'm not, 
but he's got some killer sideburns. Um, hope this. And um, the WWF in 1999 also made two other ones of these. Uh, there was an Austin one, a Stone Cold Steve Austin, and then a Stone Cold Steve Austin with a shirt. So two Austins, one with a shirt, one with not. Um, but I thought this would be a cool opportunity to talk about our favorite rock moments, favorite rock matches. I mean, I'm going to take the easy way out and go WrestleMania 17 versus Austin and WrestleMania 19 versus Austin. Oh, See, I was out of wrestling for a period of time after the 90s when college happened and we didn't have cable TV. But a rock moment that will always stick with me is the Xbox announcement where they got The Rock to come on stage with Microsoft and he cut I a love promo this deep cut. I on, love this deep cut. I, cut I appreciate a promo this. On Bill Gates and told Bill Gates it doesn't matter what your name is. And it wow. and as it ends up, it sort of does, but that's the rock for you with his crazy antics. Um, but another one that I underrated match that I thought I'd bring up is SummerSlam 98 versus Triple H for the IC belt, the Intercontinental Championship belt. Now I know when people think ladder match, they think Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, right? Everybody knows that. I like this ladder match better, and I'll go on record to say it. Yeah? Yeah, I like the ladder match better. Good friend of the show, Ryan Thompson, chimed in the chat. Rock versus Mankind for the title on Raw. That was the giveaway that WCW... The butts in the seats. That was like, you know what? He's going to win the title, and everybody went, I want to fucking see that. For non-wrestling fans, uh, WCW Monday Nitro went up against WWF's Monday Night Raw, and they were battling for ratings, and everybody was watching wrestling at that time. And at the time, um, Raw was taped. So what would happen was the WCW announcers would actually spoil stuff on their te- on their TV, so you wouldn't flip the channel. So they had said Mick Foley, Mankind is winning the WWF championship, and then they said, "Well, that'll put butts in the seats." And then everybody tuned in to see Mankind beat the Rock. That was the night. That was the 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 point where the downfall of WCW started. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I maybe the best, most memorable, like at least off the top of my head now for the Rock. I remember Deadly Games. One because Ooh. that sweet mu- that sweet uh, uh, soundtrack, uh, Survivor Series. I, I think the same. You're making me smile. Sword. A little bit, I love a, it. a little bit after that SummerSlam '98, because that was actually the first WWF pay per view. I finally got to, first time I got to have a pay per view. Right. Because we got cable in like '96. Um, right. And and. Uh, and, and, and I went WCW when we came back to that, unfortunately. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah that's a whole other story. Well, I mean, the WCW Shame. cruiserweights were... Oh, that had me. That I mean, had you me. still watch that. That stuff holds and, and up. And being able to film uh, Ray Mysterio in person just a couple weeks ago up in Meville was a huge thing for me. Did you, you know, get CNN. to meet Ray or I, anything uh, like that? I got to meet him kind of in passing. I got okay. to, but I got to shake Mark Henry's hand when he came in. So. Oh, I love that boy. Mark was, Mark was the best of them. Mm-hmm. Jack Swagger was also a lot of fun, too. But anyways... That's but, awesome. Uh, the Deadly Games won because... Theme music, Deadly Game. Uh-huh, it was uh-huh. a, it was after that hot uh, uh, Triple H and and The Rock uh, uh, ladder match you just mentioned, mm-hmm. but that was also like the big swerve, The Rock heel turn, you corporation. know, corporation thing happening. Like it was like it was really was like The Rock's coming out party there, mm-hmm. and uh, it was so great. Honorable mentions to the empty arena match he had with my, Mankind at Royal the, Rumble uh, halftime heap. Heat for the Super Bowl. Heat. Empty half arena. Heat. Yeah, that's right. It was an empty arena match they had filmed, and they played it during the the, the halftime of the Super Bowl that year on MTV. Yo, uh, imagine yep, that. Yep. Imagine that. 
imagine if you're watching Super Bowl football, the second greatest sport of all time, and then the first greatest sport of all time intermediately. That's yeah, like yeah. the life. No wonder everybody was like, I mean, wild and out of their mind in 99, but like having a good time. Rock versus Rowan in all caps. Ryan shouting at me on the internet. I Have some couth, man. Royal Rumble 99, when Rock beat the tar out of mankind in front of his whole family who was sobbing. Great memory. I The I quit match. Especially for them. Especially I, for them. They just saw their dad get his ass whooped. I it's remember so, so little of it's, this. It's so weird seeing like on Beyond the Mat, like Noelle Foley crying. And then now like Noelle fam- Foley is like. She's Insta- like a human it's being now. Instagram. She's like older. Yeah. <laughs> She's like a human being. Because so when you see like. When you see, you're like, oh my gosh, you like actually grew up. Because, yeah. well, why wouldn't she though? Yeah. But I, I feel that. Um, so that was like the 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 rock thing that we got. Um, here's something that I, I'm super proud of. This is actually a recent find. I'll grab this. Oh, you know what? Here's. I thought I took this. I thought I took this out. This isn't a thrift find, but this is a, just a fork from my kitchen. <laughs> Um, I don't really have details on this, folks. A dirty fork from my kitchen, which I specifically took out of this box before we got here. So I don't know how the fork got Haunted in Haunted fork. I was curious. I was like, I don't remember the fork, but I, I do. don't remember the shit you guys are talking about anyways right now. So maybe the fork ties Yo, into I it. I remember the fork. Before, before everything was packed up, the fork was in the box, and I specifically removed it. I thought it was a segue to an Abdullah the Butcher thing that you guys were going to do. No, I, this is actually a segue to the Winnie the Pooh snow globe. Oh. And this is actually, multiple people ha- have hit us up about the Winnie the Pooh snow globe here. Um, it's like a pea-colored water, and... When I was, uh, I did the show down in Tucson a couple of weeks ago, and my pals down in Tucson, um, I picked this up at an antique mall, and this is Winnie the Pooh, and it's from 1968 Disney. Water, the the water or the substance inside has evaporated about a half of an inch, but if you shake it up, it just looks like he's like covered in pee, which is fun. Is he wearing a graduation cap? Is that what that is? He, this is graduation Winnie the Pooh, and it's limited edition. And also in the same snow globe series, you had Dale Chipmunk for New Year's, you had the Mad Hatter for St. Patrick's Day, you had Donald Duck. For the 4th of July. I mean, he hated everything. Fireworks. Well, he was a sailor, so. Fair. I never thought about oh, that. Oh, I thought it was just kinky cosplay. I thought that was just his thing. Well, it might have been both, but like yeah, he was. Yeah. I mean, he didn't wear pants. No, but I mean, many old yeah, old timers don't. Um, so that he was for the 4th of July. And then, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but does anyone know who the hell Morty Mouse is? Morty? I think I know him by his proper name, Mortimer. Um, I mean, once you get to know him, Morty is, is no. right. But I'm not. I think it's no. actually Mortimer. I'm not being a smartass. I think he's Mortimer Mouse. <laughs> but Mortimer Mouse, uh, there was a back to school Mortimer. Um, Scrooge McDuck, and I've said this already, and it got terrible reactions. Scrooge McDuck Labor Day. No. Scrooge McDuck Labor Day. Not the the one Republican. Scrooge <laughs> McDuck. Not the cartoon. The only rich Disney character at that time. Celebrated the, the Labor working Day. class man. Was, was, on that, Labor was Day? that a was that a trickle down economics uh, statement there or? Uh, yeah. We get political from time to time. Uh, goofy Halloween. Goofy Halloween. I buy it. I'll buy Goofy yeah. Halloween. Uh, Pluto Thanksgiving. 
Pluto the dog Thanksgiving. You into that? <laughs> Nothing? I, are oh. we still playing Would You Buy It? Or is this, or, or we're just talking uh, Let's do an impromptu Would You Buy It real quick. I wouldn't buy any of these fucking snowflakes. Okay, well, there we go. But you could pick up one of these, uh, one, one of the poos. Or one of the Disney snow globes themselves to celebrate a holiday with your favorite Disney character for ten to twelve dollars on eBay. I never miss a chance to point out the fact that I'm right, and Sharon in the chat has backed me up that it's Mortimer, Mortimer, and that was Mickey's original name. She's our going to be our new Disney expert that we're going to consult on these things now. I don't know if I can trust this Disney wiki that I found because I'm really curious about this Mortimer uh, because it's got like Infinity War all over the background. But I guess that's the same thing now. Um, Mm -hmm. Like it it has them listed as. Hold on, let me get see if I can get the right thing here. The rival of Mickey Mouse, obnoxious, arrogant mouse, 1936. Wow, so it was a rival. rival. It was a rival mouse. So I, I, I'm not saying she's wrong. I'm just saying this, this it is was what the a tall rival mouse is what I'm hearing. I don't want to start a fight, but I don't want to argue. So you guys in the chat chime in. Oh, my gosh. You I guys see decide. him. Yeah. Oh he my looks God. like a douchebag. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. He looks oh like a, a dick with a mouse mask. <laughs> oh, my God. He's he's a blessing. I take it back, Mortimer. Thank you for bringing back he? this school year. Oh, he's the school year? He's yeah, back yeah, yeah. To, he was the back to sc- I, school. Yes. He looks like yeah, the guy who he, would beat the shit out of you when you went back to school. Yeah. No, he was the guy that looks like they would get the shit beat out of him. <laughs> he's seven feet tall mouse. I don't look dissimilar from him. <laughs> I, is that I've, your new mascot? <laughs> I've I, I'm not saying I look like Mortimer, but I'm saying like there are there are things that I've looked like less than Mortimer. I will go that. I don't make any comments on like your Triumph the Dog. <laughs> like Triumph the Dog, yeah, that's one of them. So that was the first big chunk of Thrifty's greatest finds. Uh, celebrating our first live stream episode here at Sorgatron Media. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, you're going to hear more from Sorg, more from Josh, more from myself discussing the second part of our haul. Stick around. Finally, I'll get a chance to show your audience some real comedy. <laughs> oh, I didn't know they made a film of your last date. Superstar Ziggy Marley. There's Ziggy here tonight. (laughs) Dolphins, the Marley family, 
allow The Rock to introduce you to his family. And The Rock's family are the millions of Rock's fans. Let's switch gears here and go cartoon here, a different type of cartoon. Nickelodeon's Angry Beaver Chomping Norbert. Yeah, wow. I think that this is going to be going to be good for everybody in the chat because Norbert is just... And this sits uh, on the second floor of my house, and every time I go down the steps, I do that to it. So you pull, what is that, a name tag on the front of it? It's a, it's a piece of wood. It's a little Angry little Beaver's piece, piece of, of wood. wood. Yeah, and he's got Tails. his tail... He's got flat bottomed. Yeah, and he just chomp, 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 chomp. This is this is all he does. He doesn't move. His eyes are not posable. Yeah, but he chomps. And right. Nickelodeon got together with Mattel in 1998 to re- release both Norbert and Daggett. And all the reviews, all the reviews, the chomp don't stop. That's that's through all the reviews, the chomp just don't stop. So how we Josh and I go to these thrift stores and we find things, and a lot of the times, the chomps stop. Yeah. That chomp don't stop, and that's in all the reviews, so it's a five-star review for that. Yeah, he is not... You can't get to his battery pack. Oh, no. It's non-existent. <laughs> these, aren't, these aren't replaced batteries. These are like original, what, 98, mm-hmm. I think he's from? Yeah. Yeah, 98. 98 Mattel. Wow. And uh, Norbert was voiced by Nick Bacay. Uh Nick Bacay, he was a voice actor for about everything. He wrote for In Living Color. He wrote for Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And you also might not know him as Salem the Cat. Same person. Wow. Say, uh, did a cat, a beaver, does other cartoons. Uh, n- known comedian, Nick Bacay. So we're going to hit a home run here. Um, you know what I'm going to go with next. I don't. Well, they're all home runs. Is that what you're trying to tell me? That is. I mean, everything's out of the fucking park. That's why it's on the greatest hit show. Thanks for putting the show over, brother. I appreciate it. Gotta do it. I'm here. We're going to go troll. Oh, we're going troll. This is absolutely of all the things I found, with the exception of Sarah. This is this is top notch because not only did we get a great addition to the thrifty family, but I made a friend at the troll museum. Yeah, this is like a two part piece. But uh, this little lady is actually from East Germany. Um, that is creepy as hell. She's got human spirits inside of her. Yeah, she's got going to have at least one confirmed human spirit. Crap! Look at that thing. And um, we, Josh actually oh. found that, and Josh picked that up. No, wait, you know what? I think I found it, discarded it, and you were like, no, I'm going to get it. And right. then I got real into it out of nowhere, like I typically do to things that I'm not into. Cause yeah. Because I put a spell on you. Look at it. And she is just, I love her. She's, she's homely, but she means so well. I mean, she's beautiful. She's doing work. Her. She's got a whole bindle. She's got her stick. Um, she's got eight toes. Uh Eight fingers, apparently, as well. Mm-hmm. But all of these are different in their own way. They're s- the same, like, uh, Yeah, cast. it's a part of, like, the East East German trolls. Were they from the 30s, 40s, something like that? 60s. 60s, close. yeah. Yeah, this was, uh, according to Sherry at the Troll Museum. Um, yeah, we got, it's deep, man. I, this okay. was a whole day in Yeah, this life. is what happened is I found out when we picked up this troll, um, a lady came over to us who we never interacted with, and she said... That looks just like a troll I saw at the Troll Museum in Ohio. And I went, 
fucking troll museum in Ohio? So we immediately Yeah, we talked to her. a lady. We met a friend at the thrift store, knew about it. He called it. Yeah, I called the troll after hours line because I was just going to leave a message and be like, hey, I got a weird thing. I want to ask questions. But at 8 o'clock at night, this woman answered the troll museum's hotline. And we had a good conversation. She gave me some background. She has a troll database. So we were able to get a little info on her. She's like 62, 63. Um, There was a whole troll market at that point in time for international travelers. Um, Is this the Troll Hole Museum? The Troll Hole. The Troll Hole. The Troll Hole. And Sherry is the woman I spoke with. Absolutely lovely person. Answered Mm -hmm. all my stupid questions. Um, Couldn't confirm whether or not this is real human hair on top of her head. But all I'd these like little, I'd like so. to think it is. I'd like to think it is. In my heart of hearts, that's real human hair to me, you know. Um, but I, I would to once again zoom out the camera a, a little bit on the subject. Isn't it beautiful that the there is a troll database in the world? Like, isn't that a coolest thing that you could dial a number and you could be like, "This is what my troll looks like. Look it up." So I think it's a beautiful thing that there is a troll database that you could look up stuff like this. And, uh, I mean, I believe Sherry is, um, Sherry does a, a troll character from time to time, too. She does. She LARPs as the queen of the trolls. It's beautiful um, stuff. I'm disappointed because the, the chat is really mixed on the, on the troll. Um, and she's wonderful. She's beautiful. She has her own custom-made babushka. These were different on every single troll. And while she might look like a possum woman... She's seventy-five bucks worth of possum woman. Wow. Yeah. Right. Would you buy it? Yeah. For what did what did you end up paying for that? Like a buck? Oh, not even. It's the, by the. It's, it's by, by the, the pound, and she's. I mean, she's maybe a quarter of a pound. So I probably paid about a quarter wow. for. Wow. Hmm. Um. I want to get to something real quick that I actually didn't have time because, um, for those who who do not know my thrifting schedule. It's like a long day when I go thrifting because I work in the evenings, right? Mm-hmm. So what I have to do is me and somebody else, you gentlemen, Josh, sorry, you came with me today. Josh comes with me a, a lot. Um, at least 50% of the time we go out, we're together, of course. But um, we wake up in the morning, get started about 9 o'clock. Um, we usually go to about 11, 11.30, sometimes 12, depending on how good or bad the thrift store is that day. And then we kind of head out. I then plan the show and then I go to work. We work together. We work together. So Josh and I then go to work together and then after work we we record at night. So I didn't have a lot of time to put this together, but I will. This is this is a today. So this is not only of its greatest finds, but it's on today. We have a 1983 four-man softball team 38th world tour and it's signed by these two lovely friends here um <laughs> lovely uh someone's dad and bootleg dick butt kiss bootleg dick butt kiss and it says on these gentlemen's rides here the king the king in his court so um he looks like he's wearing a little bit of a budgie smuggler here oh. um oh but it's actually signed. It's actually signed by these guys, and uh, it's an of, it's official souvenir. Is that just a motorhome in the background? It's a motorhome, but then it's also like a uh, like a van to go with the motorhome. And so I guess this is what these guys pal around in to go to their softball tournaments. Okay. If you flip it over, whole squads here. Everybody eat. Everybody eat. And it says, "Good job to our Betty." 
Um, so I guess but this is belonged to a lady by the name of Betty. Rest in peace, Betty. Yeah, if you're still around, Betty, thank you. You're We're not, not gonna, still around. That's why it's the Goodwill. We're not going to assume death, but um, rest in peace. Rest in peace if you are. I don't know too much about this. It's from 1983. It's a, a three... It's like a traveling softball team of these actual adults in their hobbies, and so they go around and, and do that. I mean, I appreciate everybody for tuning into the episode. Um, to for Josh, uh, last call, Larkin. You're my partner in crime with this. Thanks for hanging around since episode one. Sorg, I gotta thank you too. Um, it it was cool, kind of like hanging out with you, because I mean, I've been coming to the studio for a little bit, and you know, having the show on the network. I'm super excited for it. You know, hope for uh, you know bigger things too in the future. Uh, working together, I'm gonna in a couple weeks. I'm gonna be on the Mayhem show. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get you lined up. Join up with his page. You're on our page now. You can link to that from our page. If you go to sorgatronmedia.com right now, sorgatron right. media. It's it's the hot place to be. There's a lot of cool shows. Um, uh, we, man, you talk a lot about wrestling on here. Obviously, you know there is wrestling mayhem show. We talk technology from from Pittsburgh and and uh, a whole bunch of other friends on there. Western. PA is, yeah. is kind of the hot spot right now. You guys now. cover the cool stuff. We've mm-hmm. got the trash on lockdown. <laughs> yeah, well, we <laughs> can take... Breeze. But there's so much crossover because the, between yep. the comic book people, the wrestling people, the technology people, you can find most of that stuff at the thrift... I did find most of that stuff at the thrift store today. You yeah. never I, know what I, you're I mean, find. My I mean, man store got, got a whole box. And when I say a box. whole box, I mean... A whole like a, a giant box. Like, yeah, I think box. that needs. Look at, and this is just. I, I mean, this is just some of it. It's a whole the box. The tippy tap bought, of the iceberg. I got DDR pads. I bought three Guitar Hero guitars because. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have stuff that like still works. This this kind of, a fan, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, you know this. This like spring action lightsaber. Oh no, where's the button at? I can't find the button. Oh, you got your lightsaber oh, upside down. It's upside down. Yeah, it's upside down. So oh, rookie ro- mistake. Paddle oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's worth mentioning. Your first day out today, you've spent more money in one day. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I, I didn't want to put my boy on blast, but yeah, he spent more no, money than I, we ever that's did. That's not blast. I, I celebrate <laughs> that. I spent fourteen dollars at this thing, and I'm like, I'm looking at my cars, like, oh, I think I bought too, I, I got too much. It's like a whole cart full of stuff. I'm like, how much is that? And you're like, you're like ten bucks. I'm like, deal. I'm in. Yeah, something like that. And yeah, it came to like thirteen oh five, and you rounded up to fourteen I did. and say keep I- it. He, you say keep it. That's how cool he is. That's how we're balling around here. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I spent fifty-seven cents today comparatively. Like, dude, I, I am thrift shop rich right now. <laughs> but uh, thrifty podcast at yahoo.com. Yes, I still use Yahoo. We accept emails. Send us thrift pictures. Uh, thrifty podcast on Facebook. You guys have been liking it. Thank you so much. You could send pictures to that. Questions, comments for would you buy it? Just send us words, and I'm gonna assume I'm gonna use assume any word you send. I'm gonna use for would you buy it? Yeah, gotta so give I a will shout say out. that Dustin and Greg Neon Brainiacs always putting us over on Twitter as well. Love you guys. Can't wait to get together. I'd love yeah, to do for some sure. Collaborative stuff for sure. Yeah, everybody that emailed in for this episode. Um, Jill, you sent in an email. We're gonna get to it next episode. Thank you for that. I didn't forget about that. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if what I could do about getting a blurry tight shot here to end this out. There it is. For everybody else, get Roach. I did fade the Sarah on the end. <laughs>